What's up, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome to episode two, part two of ADHD Unplugged, a day in the life. And today I'm going to go ahead and finish answering the 20 questions for y'all. We're going to do 11 through 20. So let's get right to it. Before I get started, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has supported, who has listened, downloaded. Again, I just can't thank y'all enough for for being here and listening to what I have to say. It means a lot. Um, If you want to support the channel, I have the link down in the description. And uh, yeah, for something as simple as uh, coffee every day, you could uh, help out my channel and keep us going. Alright, so let's just get it on going. Number 11. How do you manage responsibilities? And to be totally honest with you, I really don't manage responsibilities. I honestly try to get rid of any responsibilities that I have. Um, Obviously, I have kids and I have to make money and support. So yes, I have responsibilities and that's just a day-to-day task. But for the most part, bills and like all those type of things my wife handles that stuff um responsibilities is stress and stress is anxiety and anxiety is depression and so on and so forth so I've always felt the more I could relieve myself of unnecessary responsibility and I could just focus on the main things that I need to get done then that's always been, that's always worked for me. Now, if you know a way to relieve yourself of every responsibility you have and it live that easy life, then please let me know. I'd love to learn how you do it. But otherwise, yes, there's always going to be some type of responsibility in your life that you have to do. You have to go to work in any way, shape, or form to make money. If you have a family, you have to support. These are all responsibilities that For me, we're just, I don't know, pre-programmed in. Some people might struggle more with those, and I totally understand that. All right, number 12. And I actually like this question in a little bit. And that is, is task completion a challenge? And this answer kind of goes a little bit back to number two, which was, do you have trouble focusing on tasks? And if it's something I'm really interested in, then no. It's not. I have 100% focus on that task that I want to get done that I'm interested in. Yes, on some days I might have a whole list of things I need to do. And do I go write down the list? One, two, three, four, five and check those off? No, I'm probably working on three or four projects at the same time. And most of us, that's how that's how our brain works is we start something and in the middle of that something it kind of leads into another task that we need to get done so we kind of start on that and it just kind of keeps spiraling into starting new tasks but usually by the end of the day we've come back around to the first one and started to finish them all number 13 does adhd affect concentration And the simple answer is yes, of course it does. 
with all the thoughts and everything going on in your head, it's it's hard to stay focused. And that's something that you just have to teach yourself over time. You know, again, if it's something that I'm really interested on in, then yes, I am very focused on it. But if I'm not interested in it, then it, it is a challenge to stay focused. Obviously, there's going to be things in life that you don't want to do that you still have to focus on. And that's where you really have to tell yourself, okay, I got to get this done. I know I don't like it. I don't want to do it. It's not what I choose to do, but yes, it's something I have to do. And the quicker I could get it done, the quicker I don't have to think about it and it's over with. And this is a really good question because some days you're flush and some days you're bust, meaning some days you're up and some days you're down. And the best advice I could give on this being that every day is different. You might have a couple up days in a row and a couple down days in a row. You might have two good weeks and then have a whole solid bad week. And you really just never know. It, it, it changes day to day. And that's probably the hardest thing to deal with. And, and the best advice I could give on that is try to at least just be somewhat consistent day to day. Even if it's a down day, at least try to get something done, you know, make a small little list of tasks to get done. When you check those off, it'll make you feel 10 times better that day. And obviously on the days when you're up, you're just, you're just stoked on anything. You're, you're down to do anything, you want to do anything, and nothing seems to be a challenge. Number 15. Are there any tricks for managing symptoms? And this is another one that I'm really not too good about. If I'm at work and things just aren't going right and I'm getting frustrated and overwhelmed, then the way I deal with it is I just call it a day. I just say, today's over, I'm going home, or I'm going to do something that takes my mind off of this frustration, and I could always come back to it tomorrow with a clear head. Obviously, not all of us have the luxury of just being able to call it a day and go home. And I totally understand that. And if you are one of those people who works a nine to five day in, day out, and you have anxiety and you have the struggle where you have to deal with people all day, I'd like to know some of your tricks on how you deal with it. Obviously, they say, you know, breathe or go, go to the bathroom for a minute and take a break, try to clear your head. And I've, and I've tried a lot of these things and, and they don't work for me. I, I can't clear my head. I can't just sit there and let all the thoughts go and breathe for 10 minutes and feel better. If I sit down and I take 10 breaths for 10 minutes, even though I'm counting breaths and, and counting and trying to focus my brain is still thinking about a million other things at that point in time. Number 16, how do you handle overwhelming thoughts? And as I read this question, I just think, fuck, because I really don't know how I handle overwhelming thoughts. It's To me, it's something I believe I've just kind of gotten used to. It's just something that happens every single day, no matter what. And 
I've just thought that there's there's no way to stop it. It's just there. I have to learn to deal with it. I have to learn to either put it aside and get what I need to done. Or I'm just going to sit around all, do- all day and dwell on those thoughts. And that's why having ADHD is such a struggle. Because all of these questions that I've answered. They all have to do with all these thoughts we have. The being able to not focus, the staying staying focused on tasks, completing tasks, all the all those questions are hard because of these nonstop thoughts. Because of the uncontrollable thoughts, good or bad, or thoughts in general that just don't make any sense. You're just constantly thinking. Your brain is constantly thinking. It's constantly critiquing. And it's just, it's just a nonstop battle with that voice in your head. Number 17, have you found helpful ADHD resources? And I, and I really haven't. I mean, a, a lot of the other podcasts or things you read online or from doctors and psychiatrists, counselors, therapists, all that stuff who think they always know what's better for you. And honestly, they might. I'm I'm pretty stubborn when it comes to that kind of stuff. I always feel like most people aren't able to put themselves in my shoes and know what I deal with on a daily basis. So for me to be able to help myself, I have to think about what's going to help me. Yes, I could listen to them and and learn what they have to say and kind of take their actions and make them my own. So it better fits me and my daily schedule. And with trying new things with ADHD, whether it be trying to stay more organized or clear your head of thought, your perception on life, any of those types of things really just takes experimentation. You really just have to try it. And see if it works for you. And it might not work the first time. You might have to try it a couple times really for it to work. And you might have to tweak it a little bit again. So it fits you better. It's not the person who tells you something that's going to help you. Might not always be the exact way it's going to work for you. A lot of teachers think they could just sit at the front of the room spit out a bunch of shit or make you write notes and you're going to learn everything and be able to pass a test. And, and I could never do that ever. I'm someone who has to be hands on. I have to learn it hands on to retain the information. Number 18. What's the biggest misconception about ADHD? And I'd have to say the biggest misconception that I see is that we just don't care. Is that we just don't try hard enough. We don't stay focused because we don't want it enough. And when I hear that over and over again, it, it really it really gets to you if you have ADHD because you know in your mind that you are constantly trying. Even though you might get bored every two months and you might have a new hobby or a new plan of action, a get-rich-quick scheme any of those things to other people who don't have ADHD. They just look at you like, 
oh, look at this lost kid. He doesn't know what's going on. They, they don't know what they're going to do in life. And, and that might be so. A lot of us are, are still searching for that. We are still searching for a purpose in life because it is so hard for us to stay grounded and to stay on track with one thing. And to a lot of people, that's a bad thing. To me, it's a good thing. I'm not an expert at one thing, but I'm a professional at 50 other things because I want to learn little bits of everything. And that's because I can't stay focused long enough to become an expert at one thing. I'll just keep moving on to the next thing and learn just enough so I know about it, so I could make money or work on different things. And then I'm on to the next thing. But I'll always have that information to use in the future. Number 19. Are there specific activities that help you manage ADHD symptoms? One of the things that helps me manage day-to-day is just having something to do. Staying busy, getting something done, just trying to keep my mind off of just all the thoughts and all the craziness that's going on. If I have something to do each day and I just get up, I go at it, then I feel a lot better about that day. And any sort of hobby you might have, I mean, it's really anything that you like to focus on that keeps your mind away from everything else. Once you're able to focus on something that you're really interested in, it's just so nice to be able to sit there and work on something and not be worried or overwhelmed or have a million other thoughts in your head. So I really... I really suggest if you don't have a hobby to find one, could be anything, anything simple, reading, sewing, I mean, just any little hobby that lets you focus on one thing. And last but not least, number 20, how do you find ways to maintain your focus when you are doing tasks that you're not interested in? And for me, this kind of starts the day before. If I know the next day I have something that I need to do that I'm not really stoked about doing, then the day before I kind of mentally prepare for that. I kind of try to get everything ready, set up for myself to make the day easier, just think to myself, okay, today's going to or tomorrow's going to be a pain in the ass, so I just need to not stress on the small shit and I just need to focus on my task at hand and the quicker that I'm able to get in there and get it done, then the quicker I could come home or I could go do whatever else I need to do that I actually want to do. And I've noticed this actually helps me a lot, like a lot, a lot, because if I wait till the next day and I try to get everything set up that day and then I get to the job or I get to somewhere and things aren't set up and things aren't going right, then it just spirals out of control. But if I put it in my head the day before that things are just going to go wrong, they usually always do. There's always something that comes up on a job and there's nothing I could really do about it. I just have to take it as it is, find the solution and fix it and move on with the day. Now, there are definitely those days that I am not able to maintain focus at all, no matter what. I might 
get to a project and things might be going wrong or I just might not be feeling it that day. I might be too far in my head to think about what I need to get done. And again, that's just one of those days where I try to set a small goal, get that done. And if as long as I get it done, then I'm happy. Then I always know I could come back the next day with a clear head and try again and not stress myself out too much to where I just dwell on it and and get frustrated. Well, that's the end of the 20 questions. I hope you all really enjoyed. I, uh, I definitely plan on doing this again soon. I'm sure everyone will think of a lot more questions to ask, and I'll just be getting a ton in the email. I want to say thanks again to all those who have listened, downloaded, subscribed, Help my project out. That's It means the world to me. I can't thank you all enough. And I think for next week, I actually heard something online today where someone said that ADHD is not a disease. It's a coping mechanism from your childhood. And that's actually, I've heard something along those lines before, but never like in those terms. So I'm going to do some research on that. And I think that's what I'm going to talk about next week is how people think of of ADHD, whether it is a disease or it's a um, a genetic, something genetic you're born with or it happens during your childhood from trauma or your parents and things and and some things like that. So. I hope y'all stick around and I hope y'all come back for next week's episode. And again, thank you. Peace. One love.